Do you know somebody who won't wear their seatbelt? Well, if they won't listen to their cars dinging, maybe you should add some of your own. Ding, 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 ding. Go ahead, ding, kids. Chime ding, in. Ding, ding, ding. Hey, you on the street, ding, tell this guy to wear a seatbelt. Yep, it's okay to speak up because you know what? You could save their life. Learn more at buckleupva.com. A message from the Virginia Department of Motor Vehicles. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for recurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. My first grader was behind in reading, and this program has made a huge difference. She's now reading above grade level. I use it for my kids' nightly reading for school. We love it, and it's super easy and quick to do. My kid, who just turned four years old and has been using the program since January of this year, can now read read. Thank you so much, Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word KID to 323232 right now. It's fast and easy. Text KID to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text the word KID to 323232. Text KID to 323232. Remain seated, please. Permanecer sentados, por favor. That means we're recording a Remain Seated podcast. Are you kidding me? I'm getting deja vu right now. It's it's the Remain Seated podcast with me, Gina Barberi, my son, Festus. How long has it been? <sighs> well, it was over right before you left for boot camp. So over, I left for boot camp July 29th of 2020. So almost oh. exactly a year. Yep. We did a goodbye. I came back. We did a goodbye podcast, I think. And we've and then, decided to revive this because you came home for a visit mm-hmm. from the Navy. And we've decided to add your sister to the mix. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. We have Mrs. Doubtfire here. <laughs> My daughter, Mrs. Doubt. No, it's Jonesy. Hi. Because, so you're home for a week from, from the Navy. You Actually. Got, you got leave for a week. Actually. Because last time, I know we talked about, or you might have talked mm-hmm. about, last, about four months ago or whatever, I was en route to my first station, mm-hmm. and I was told, you have this amount of time, you can take leave before you got a report there. And I was like, that sounds great. I will take that time and be with my family. Maybe we can record a podcast. We had a, a whole plan. We did. And then you had two commanding officers that had separate plans for what they needed you to do, Corman. And I'm not even that important. <laughs> what's your? So you're a Corman, but what's your classification? L33 Alpha. Which, which means what? I'm a hospital Corman and a dental assistant. Okay. Yeah. So there was some confusion about one one commanding officer in Texas said, yeah, sure, you got plenty of time. And then the one in Florida said, no, I want you here yesterday. Yeah. And so I had to pack up. I know we talked about it, but we had to pack up the trailer and we had to drive from here to Jacksonville, Florida, where I now call home. And uh, how do you like that? Well, it doesn't look like the apocalypse outside. Yeah, we're recording this uh, during a... a 
a huge, it's a weird, it's a smoke storm is the only way I can describe it. It felt like an actual weather event, this smoke rolling into the valley today. It did. And I'm worried about Jonesy because she has asthma. My asthma is getting set off by the smoke. She didn't even bring her inhaler. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry I didn't bring my inhaler, but hopefully I can breathe. Mm -hmm. The albuterol. <laughs> That's the one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But we had talked for a while and when you were home before about getting the podcast up and going again. And Jonesy expressed some interest in joining us, mm -hmm. remaining seated. She's remaining seated right now in my chair. I'm standing up. That feels wrong to me. I offered to, to have you sit. You did. That feels wrong. We have another chair. Mom. No, no, There's I'm good. There. I'm good. <laughs> Why'd you take mom's chair? That's Bill's chair right there. I oh, offered. You don't want to sit in Bill's chair. <laughs> We don't Bill know. doesn't even want to sit in Bill's chair. We don't know what happens in Bill's chair. <laughs> it's there. wet always for some reason. But people have been missing the podcast. People have been asking for it. No so. one said anything yes, about they it. Have. They forgot about it. <laughs> no one cares. So, so uh, people know Festus. They don't maybe necessarily know Jonesy. So maybe we should get to know Jonesy a little bit for the podcast. Oh, we should have prepared some questions. <laughs> yeah, interview me. How old are you? I am 15 and a half. And uh, can you drive yet? Not legally. <laughs> she drove with me. I went and picked her up and she drove on the way here. I did. I drove all the way here. You she, have your permit. I do have my permit. She's a good driver, isn't she? She is. It was her first time driving downtown and she didn't hit any homeless people or any pigeons. It's quite an accomplishment. Mm -hmm. But she was telling me that, that it's not 10 and 2 anymore. Where do you put your hands? You is put it 9 them, and 3? Yeah, mm -hmm. I think so. Because okay. of the airbags. You don't want to... You don't want to... Get trapped. Because if you get trapped. Because <laughs> then they hit under your armpits. They're up here. Yep. And then it, you know, it, it hits you. <laughs> you know? Did that look, it looked like I was doing the haka just now, didn't it? Are you, are you, <laughs> are you pumped up? Mm -hmm. Should we do that before the show to we get us? A chest, we can do a chest bump. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, you are a sophomore in high school. I am a 10th grader. At Judge Memorial Catholic High School. Rep the Bulldogs. <laughs> my alma mater is that? What, is that? Yes. Right? Is that my alma mater? I, do, I does does your brother inspire you to do well? No, you wouldn't inspire her to do well in school, probably. Oh, I, I don't inspire. I uh, I you learn lessons from my mistakes. Is what I do. <laughs> he graduated. He graduated. You did it. You did the bare minimum. <laughs> I set the bar so low, and you're welcome. And now I'm exceeding mm -hmm. expectations. You exceed our expectations all the time. Well, thank you. <laughs> and I came in just below them. No, no, every... you didn't. <laughs> you had the best report card of your life <laughs> the last quarter of school. Cause you for were... you. <laughs> for me, not for you. No, I didn't go to college. I'm not an officer in the Navy. You, I could though, have gotten a bachelor's degree. You made the dean's list at your Navy school, though. I did. Mm-hmm. So you, when you cared, you did well. Yeah. Well, that stuff interests me. I, I knew, I learned how to study there when I was doing at core school in, in Texas. And there were a lot of people there that had gone to college, like yeah. had taken college and had, f and failed out of Corman school because it's really fast paced. Yeah. And I guess there, if you have this idea in your mind of how to study from college, it's, yeah. I guess it's a lot different than that. So they had a hard time with it. People that had were, had gone to college failed out of it? Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah, because it's, it's such a different... I wouldn't know because I didn't go to college, but I guess I just kind of had to adapt to it. You're going to college, by the way. I am. I want to. 
This is not a debate. Okay. You could become an officer in the Navy, and I'd have to salute you. There's your motivation. Well, I'd like for that. Yeah. That would be fun. Maybe you should just do that for fun. That would, I could start doing it, yeah. All right. So, you're, tell me again, you're a corpsman. I should know this. Yeah, I'm a hospital corpsman, Hosp- an HM. Hospital cor- HM. Mm-hmm. What, but what else? What's the rest of it? So I'm an eight, I went to hospital corpsman A school, so I'm yeah. a hospital corpsman, and then I went to dental C school, and then I have the designation L33 Alpha. So what's L33 Alpha? It's just, um, it's the NEC, the Navy Enlisted Classification. So when you go to a C school, or it's just, it's what you're designated to do. Which is what? What are you designated to do? I am work in the dental department. And what do you do in the dental department? I take x-rays and I assist the doctors with exams and stuff like that. You hand them, like, hand me the scraper thingy. Mm-hmm. But you know the names of them? I know the them? actual name. I had, to, I had to take tests on the names. What's the scraper thingy called? A scaler? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's the interproximal carver. Really? Mm-hmm. That sounds like it hurts. There's the T5. What's that the, sounds pretty cool. Yeah. What's the sucker thing? What's the... The high volume suction. <laughs> and then there's the saliva ejector. <laughs> that sounds really gross. It is. It's super cool. What does the saliva ejector do? It ejects saliva. <laughs> context clues. <laughs> but ejects it to where? To the... Well, there's a vacuum system that you... I don't know. Okay, it here's a question. down a tube. Here's a question for you. Okay. Because I always worry about this at the dentist's office. When they're using the tools in your mouth, like the sucker, yeah, <laughs> I feel like they just stick it back in the thing, and then the next person comes in and they pull it out, and it's the same sucker thing. No, every, it's my job to break down the whole room and clean it and stuff, so I do all that. And no, we replace everything in there, and we send um, like the hand pieces, the other instruments, to the sterilization. Everything gets cleaned. Okay, good. No, that stuff you're not going to reuse that. In I know. Else's well, mouth. That's what I would. I did, it looks like it's always just sitting there. Ready to suck. No, they take it all off and throw it away and put a new one on. Okay, that makes me feel better. I, I promise. <laughs> and if they don't, I'm pretty sure that's against the law. <laughs> and do you like it? No. No? No. <laughs> I like being a corpsman. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, it used to be two different rates, dental and corpsman. It used to be DT, dental tech, and then corpsman. But now they have you become a corpsman, and then you're contracted to go and work at dental for a certain period of time. And you didn't choose that. That was just the job they had available at the time you wanted to enter. Yeah. But I still got the same amount of medical training that every other corpsman gets, except I went to the additional dental training and then I got assigned to a dental department. And how long do you have to do that before you can do something else? About, they say 18 months until you can start to put in a package to change. And um, I think I'm going to do that. To go to just strictly medical rather than dental? So I could, I was thinking of doing, uh, there's surgical technologist that you can do, which is working in like an OR at a, at a hospital. You'd have to learn different names of different tools. Yeah, exactly. Scalpel. We know scalpel. Everybody mm-hmm. knows scalpel. That's a big one. That's like their main, <laughs> that's their greatest hit. <laughs> but I think that'd be fun because you were, and you can get, go on deployments and work with the Marines as well. And you can do all kinds of stuff. Uh, that. That's right. Because the Marine, Jonesy, I don't know if you know this. Probably don't. But the Marines don't have their own medics. There's really? not a Marine that's a medic. They use Navy corpsmen as mm-hmm. medics, correct? Yep. Because they want them to focus on shoot, fight, kill. Yeah. 
and and you put back together. So I like you being on that end of the spectrum. Yeah, they're not smart enough to put on a tourniquet, so we no. <laughs> <laughs> not true. <laughs> they are. I could even do a tourniquet. Don't mm-hmm. you just? I could teach you. I've got one. Like on you? No. I have my own one for practice purposes. Don't you just need like a pencil and a... No, that's good. No, there's a specific way. Doesn't the pencil, to... don't you twist a, like a stick? Can't you use a stick to tighten it up? That it has to get thing? so tight that that's going to snap if you try to do it. You got to use something more sturdy. But there but are what, ways to improvise. A yeah, if you're in the field, yeah, you use a stick if you have it, right? Well, the thing with the tourniquet is... <laughs> You need it to be so tight that it cuts off circulation completely to the extremity that you're working on. Yeah. And so you need something sturdy enough to not break. Because if it breaks, all the blood then is going to start. Yeah. Okay, so, so theory, back, to, yes. back to meeting you, because we were sort of doing that. <laughs> yes. Uh, and you're, you are good with college, so I don't have to talk you into doing that. Correct. But tell everybody what what your interests are, what you what you want to study in school, that kind of thing. Well, currently my interests involve volleyball and staying at home because <laughs> it's summer. <laughs> and but professionally, my goals will lead to child psychology or a psychiatrist of some sort. You could professionally stay at home and play volleyball. I mean, I'm sure there's people that do it. I don't know who pays you to do that kind of thing, though. See it YouTube. You'd be a YouTube volleyball. There's got to be something. I'm dreaming a little (laughs) bit bigger than that. (laughs) Just, just that. Fine, go to college. Whatever. (laughs) She, she doesn't want to just go to college. She wants to go to England to go to college, or just international in general. I don't. She doesn't want to be here. Like, I almost am taking it personally that she wants to get as far well, away from home fairness, as possible. in all fairness, you did tell me that I can't go to college in state. No, I want you to go somewhere else. Well, I so mean, I'm look d- at I it outside. <laughs> you want to stay here? I'm going to go somewhere where you can breathe. Exactly. For one. No, one I, priority. I stayed in state for college, which was at the U, which I love. Everybody knows I love the U. But I never had that experience that that you've had now of going away, living somewhere else. I mean, you did boot camp in Chicago and then you did mm-hmm. your schooling in Texas. Mm-hmm. And then now Florida. Yeah. And now you're living in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. You, you've already in your short life lived other places and done other things. Yeah. It's been a good experience. And I never have. I'm, for the most part. I mean, I I lived in California for a little bit when I was little and Idaho for a little bit. But other than that, I've been here mm-hmm. in Salt Lake for my I mean, whole it's life. It's a good thing you like it. This I is love a great it. Place. I don't I don't want to live anywhere else, but I kind of wish I had a part of my history where I had had to live in a different place, figure out, you know, a new city and how to navigate it and find my grocery store and (laughs) this is how the gas station works here and i never i've never had to i've never had to figure any of that out because it's just always been the same it's fun to do i mean it's been fun for us so far so i would i mean i would recommend doing it as early as you can i love it here i i I mean i want to come back here and live i miss it here i miss the mountains and everything like is that your ultimate goal to live here when you're done with the military if you're done with the military I would like to, yeah, at some point come but back. But you don't know how long you want to stay in. I don't know, no. Everyone always asks me, though, and I, 
I don't know. I mean, I like it so far, but it's... For Corman, they always send you to, like, a training... Com like Not a training command, but a place where you can learn your job a little bit more, and then you move to a more military-type position. So now I'm just working in a clinic, so it doesn't really feel like the military. Do you want it to feel like the military? Well, yeah. <laughs> you want to be in, like, a tent in the desert doing this? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Just a little bit, just once, you know? Just once for... <laughs> yeah. In a sort of safe place, but a little danger sort of close by, so you can... Yeah. Okay. Well, what's that way when people say, thank you for your service, I don't feel... Well, I work in a clinic, but you're welcome. <laughs> you're serving in the clinic? Yeah. You want there to just be a little bit of danger somewhere close by? Sure. I like you in a clinic, actually. Well, they, they don't they don't keep you there forever, so at some point you're going to get moved to somewhere where it's a little bit more fun. Well, and you were telling me the other day that, like, you don't even really wear a uniform. No, we wear scrubs. <laughs> Everyone in the clinic wears scrubs. If you work in patient care, if you're working with patients, you wear scrubs. And you just wear street clothes to work and mm -hmm. home? So, so you don't really feel like you're in the military? Nope. Or is there saluting? If you're in uniform, you salute. But you don't salute when you're not in uniform. When you're not, no, you no. just. Hmm. I mean, you still have military bearing, and you you know talk with respect to What's people. What's military call them by bearing? Their, it's it's behaving in the way that is becoming of a man in the military. It's respecting officers, talking to them, yes sir, no sir. Um, your superiors talking to them with respect. It's just respect and grooming standards, haircuts, just the way you present yourself. Is that second nature to you now? Or do you have to think, oh, I have to act this way? I've kind of had to tone it back a little bit because boot camp conditions you to be so, I guess, rigid with it. And, yeah. they, you know, they really hammered it. And then you get to the real Navy and they're like, you don't have to just stop. Just call, <laughs> call me dude. Like, just stop. <laughs> they want you to act more like a person, still be respectful, but not like. But and I bet, though, when you're in a more military situation, it you probably have to revert back to that stricter way of being, I would guess. I mean, maybe it might be the opposite, though. They might be like, there's so much else to worry about right now. We're getting shot at. Don't put your hand down. Don't just, salute me. Just, like Lieutenant just, Dan. Remember? Did you watch that? Okay. Forrest I just, Gump? <laughs> I mean, I've seen Forrest Gump. Yeah. So Is that I, what you're talking about? So, <laughs> <laughs> so your brother, Muhammad, he he went on this backpacking trip. I know you know the story, but I'm telling it for people that haven't heard it. Yeah. He went on this backpacking trip, and they gave us a list. Here's everything you need to pack for the trip. Don't put anything more than this in your pack, but you definitely need all these things in your pack. Because it's five days out in the wilderness, and, and one of the things was an extra pair of shoes. You know, you have your shoes you're wearing, and then pack an extra pair in case something happens to the ones you're wearing. Yeah. So, of course, on the, and I showed him as we were packing up the pack, like there's this, you know, it's a backpack that has the secret compartment in the bottom where if you have something wet, you can put it in there and it doesn't get the rest of your pack wet. It's yeah. separated. It's got a different zipper and everything. So we're packing his pack and I'm like, I put your extra shoes in this pack right here. I'm showing him while I'm putting them in the pack. You make eye contact. Look at me. This is where the <laughs> shoes are. So the first day, I promise this will come back around to what you just said. <laughs> the, the first day of his backpacking trip, he's walking on a log over a pond. And what happens? Falls he made in. it across perfectly fine? No. Oh. Never. 
he fell in the water. Shoes soaking wet, socks soaking wet. No, oh, no, no, no socks. Well, no. So this he is where I'm going. Socks. This is where I'm going with it. He had <laughs> socks. Uh, so he takes the shoes and socks off. Oh, I can't. I don't have extra shoes. I can't find extra shoes. Well, what about extra socks? So before they left their base camp, they had like a little locker and they said, if there's anything in your pack that you want to make room for and leave here, or like if you brought your phone and they're like, you can't take your phone, you got to leave your phone, put it in the locker. For some reason, one of the things he pulled out and left was the extra socks. (laughs) Every single pair of socks. The lightest thing in the pack. In the whole pack. I had a little Ziploc bag with the extra socks in it. So they all stayed dry. He pulled that out. So the only pairs of socks he has for this five-day hiking trip are soaking wet along with the shoes that are soaking wet. On day what? What day, day was this? Day one. Day one, he, he <laughs> took his socks out of commission? So the counselor's like, do you, well, do you don't have your extra shoes? He's like, I don't have... You don't have your extra socks? I don't have... So the counselor said, well, I have this pair of flip-flops is the only extra pair of shoes I have. So for three days, he's hiking. It's hiking. It's not like just walking. It's hiking with a backpack. There's rocks and stuff. In these flip-flops that the counselor gave him. On the third day... It was raining really hard. And, and so God created the animals. <laughs> <laughs> On the third day, he was inside his tent with nothing to do because it's raining really hard. So we figured, well, I'll pull everything out of my backpack and rearrange it and whatever. So, of course, finally, as he's doing that, oh, here's my shoes that have been here the whole time. Who put those in there? But he had no socks to put on. So did he just go barefoot? Yes. But what I told him was, and I tweeted this out the other day, which is what I thought you were referring to, because it's a clip from Forrest Gump. Because I said, if I learn nothing else from Forrest Gump, it's that you have to have dry, clean socks. Mm -hmm. It's the most important thing for you to have when you're out in the wilderness. Mm Mm-hmm. Because if something bad happens to your feet, you're miserable for the whole time. Yeah. And I posted a little clip of Lieutenant Dan telling (laughs) Forrest Gump, you got to keep your socks clean and dry, which is what I told Muhammad. For this exact reason. So he's going on another backpacking trip this week. Mm -hmm. Are you going to double, triple check, or are you letting him do it all? Look, I think he's, uh, you know, responsible for himself now. Do you think I'll let him do that? Just no. let him. Okay, he pays for the. You know, he there are the consequences that come with being negligent to these yeah. things. So let him have those consequences. Let if him he do it, and forget. then when he complains, it's completely his fault and not yours. He knows what he needs. You did your part the last time, so yeah, let him he's, g- give he's, it a shot. He's done it now. He knows mm-hmm. what he needs, what he doesn't need, what he wants. You guys know me. Do you think I will be able to not check his pack? And oh, no. absolutely. Not. No. No. But I think I think let him let him try. Just say pack yourself for five days yep. with. Uh, okay. I think if you I'm it's nothing that's gonna you know kill him. No. He'll just be uncomfortable and he'll be like, well, I should have listened to mom. That's all I want is for you guys to say that at some point in your life. Yep. I've said it several times. Well, that <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> now, 
Now that it hurts. <laughs> I always say that. I always listen to you. That's mm -hmm. true. Your sister's a rule follower. Good. Continue that. <laughs> then you'll never get your phone taken away for the whole summer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what you did to get your phone taken away for the whole summer. I don't need We were talking about this last night. I don't know. It must have not been that bad. We don't remember it. You have old, the oldest child syndrome, which I also have, mm -hmm. that everything is harder on the firstborn because you're the test case. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think we were particularly strict with you. No. I mean, you gave up on school pretty quick. What do you mean I gave up? Oh, <laughs> you're, you're like, going well, to... he's going to get C's, I guess, as long as he passes. <laughs> Before you're like A's and B's, and then I got C's, and he's like, well, okay. That, well, that's the goal, isn't it? Yeah. But then at some point, we're like, we just want him to... The frustrating thing with you is you're very smart. Well. We, ne <laughs> we never <laughs> expect you to do more than you're capable of. And you're smart. You just didn't care. I did not care. Which no. is the case with a lot of people, though, so don't feel special. Yeah. I'm but, not. No, that is, that is a plague of society. <laughs> But you proved that, though, by when you were doing something you cared about, like going through your Corman school, that yeah. you that you did well. Yeah. Because you're smart and you cared about it. Yeah. Well, that stuff is interesting. It's medicine. It's I find it interesting. So you are smart. Mm -hmm. This one is smart and does really well all at the same time. <laughs> so you've got it all. She you actually it and you apply it. She beats herself up more than than your parent. You don't feel like we give you too much pressure. No. You put too much I, pressure on yourself. Yeah. I mean, I don't ever like feel like I have to be perfect for me or for you, but you know, I try. But if she doesn't but if she gets like a B on something, she gets annoyed. Yeah. Well, everyone gets annoyed. No, they don't. Did you ever get annoyed having a B? No. <laughs> Are you kidding? I got stoked for C's. Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like there, there's always room for improvement. And when I don't make that happen, it feels... What's the word? I don't want oh, you to be too hard on yourself. That's a good attitude to have is that it could always be better. But yeah. also, if it's good, you know, if it's all right, yeah. be happy with it. Yeah. Always, you can always strive to be better, but don't beat yourself up about it. Yeah. You do beat yourself up. Yeah, but I feel like that's a pretty normal thing. That I was happy do. not to have the cops call mom. That's what I was happy to have happen. <laughs> the phone rings. And I, I bet it's the cops. Mm -hmm. That did happen once. It did happen once. Yep. You don't Excuse e me. She doesn't oh, need I'm to sorry. know that. Okay, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Uh, um, we're not we don't have to talk about it. it. That's you, fine. No. People like drama. Go on. No, continue. we're not going to talk about it. Yes, we you are. You brought it up. I did. We're not going to talk about it. Yes, we, we are. We're going to leave it Come there. On. You don't want to talk about this with your sister? No, I don't. But now I want to know. That's <laughs> no, okay. We'll talk about it later. There's no... <laughs> oh, look. We're out of time. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Remain Seated Podcast. Once again. Uh, let's do more of these while you're home for a week. Okay. Guess you... who's back? Back again. What is that? Shady's back. back. Tell a friend. Is that a song that's, I don't know? That's Slim Shady, Mom. Oh. Eminem. Oh. Well, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> that song came out in like the early 2000s. <laughs> that's how old I am. Uh, I certainly don't get ID'd when I order a drink at a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> which happened last night. That was kind of fun. Should I tell that story quickly? Yeah. Or you tell that story. Or you tell that story. Well, you basically just did. Well, Not just tell it. 
There was a waiter. Our family was getting drinks. Let me see your ID, please. Here you go, sir. Okay, let me see your ID, please. Here you go, sir. Gets around to my mom, and he, before she even hands it to him, he waves her off and said, no, no, you're fine. <laughs> so he, felt, he, he had immediate regret. Did you see? He saw his tip <laughs> flying away. In that moment, he was like, oh, I'm not going to make any money tonight. I didn't mean, I didn't mean any. I... And then he gave you free sake. Yeah, he did, was, yeah. I got a free sake, so that was, I guess. He did feel horrible. He did. He came back and he, apologized at least three times. I know. Every time he came back, he's like, again, I did not mean, uh, you look so young, you're 21. <laughs> but then he said, you're clearly the mom of this table. Yeah. <laughs> Do I give off the mom vibe that strongly? Well, oh. yeah. I mean, I am. You so. are, so why it's not a bad thing. Just an observation. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. So I'm giving off the mom vibe now because I'm telling you both that we're done with this episode of mm -hmm. Remain Seated. Mom! But, <laughs> but we're going to keep doing them. And then even when you go back to Florida, Jonesy's going to help me uh, with the podcast here. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to find a way to have you remotely join us and keep going with it. There's technology. Yeah, we, we can, can do, do this. It. No, 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 don't get up. Yes, Mom. <laughs>